Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. Oh my goodness. Well, you know me. I'm your host, Crystal Crawford, and I'm here with two of some two of the most important people in my life. Two of the people I cherish, value the most, and um, Andres Cardenas and my friend Janine Kraft. And so we call this week's conversation, you know, are you are you choosing a big enough game for you? I probably butchered that question, but essentially it was a, it was a question that I got from Gary Douglas in one of the books, and I can't find it now, of course, but I saw it and it captured the energy of what I've been aware of that it takes to really generate and create your life and therefore your business. And so if you guys are in business, this conversation is definitely for you. We are this week launching again the 500k business six month program, which is just from my humble point of view, really amazing, like really life changing. And um, so, yeah, I these Andreas, when we were talking about this, you might know he lives with me, uh, was like, you know, would it be easier if we asked you questions about this? Because I was like, why do I how do I describe and talk about these energies? And I was like, yes. And then he's like, well, what do you want me to ask you? <laughs> We're just going to sort of wing it. Janine was a part of the program, you know, for six months and just had lots of transformation and change. So you guys, where can we start with this conversation? I wonder. Mm, I'm wondering what came you to even choose 500K to do a business program? Uh, Yeah. Well, so when I picked the name of the program, I had just received my celebration from Kajabi, which is my online platform that's like, oh, yay, you reached 500K. And I was like, that's fucking great. Like, now, to be very clear, that's 500K in the whole lifetime that I've been using Kajabi. So it wasn't like I'd hit my first 500K year yet. And I haven't actually done that yet. But there was something about that that I realized was, one, an invitation to go, is this something you're even choosing or shooting for? And, and two, it, it had, at the moment, it had an energy that was almost big enough to speak to. So like for me personally, business has never really created unless I've had some sort of reason. And, you know, Gary Douglas talks about this a lot is that humanoids need a reason to create. Um, he's like, it's not true that you need a reason. You could just choose, but humanoids are weird and they need a reason to create. And I've always needed to be creating something that's kind of bigger than me or bigger than I can possibly imagine. Or, you know, so when I was creating my show, for example, it like wasn't enough just to do the show. I had to make sure that it reached people worldwide and it wasn't enough just to create enough to cover the bills. I wanted to create enough money to like to have money and like create a future. And so, yeah, it was more from that energy. I'm curious because, you know, I feel like like access tools especially can be so abstract like it's like speaking from the energy and I remember asking you one time well I guess is it just more about the energy and you were like it is only about the energy (laughs) and that kind of really like slapped me across the face to start looking at business differently because I was not following that at all before I was just not including it until 500k well what I find interesting about you is you were following something about that because your business kind of exploded But that's the thing is like when we are successful with something, anything, we're being something naturally that we don't get that we're being. And so that's what actually makes things work is we're willing to put action to the things that we're being. And so therefore they explode. And for those of you guys that don't know Janine's business, you got to check her out on Instagram. Is it 
what's your handle? Crafts Couch. At Crest Couch on Instagram. So she does all these really phenomenal little reels that are just so good. They're funny, they're they explain things, they're they connect with people. Um, and now I forget your question, but it was something about the energy. Well, just I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking of following the energy, I'm like, you gotta go check this chick out. <laughs> well, I think because that's by you including that and speaking to it in a really pragmatic and practical way it helped me kind of hold on to something that I was like, I, I, as you were saying, I was doing it naturally, but I kind of had, I didn't have awareness that I was doing yeah. that. Yeah. Well, uh, hmm, yeah. For me personally, business doesn't generate if I'm not like embodying whatever it is for me. So like every time I do a show, for example, the first question that I ask myself is like, what is this for me? So that I'm speaking from something that is actually true for me. And I, I don't have in my knowledge as a being in this lifetime, a roadmap for like there, in fact, there is no roadmap for how to generate and expand your business. So if I don't, if there is no roadmap for where I want to go and trying to duplicate everybody else's funnel and strategy is not necessarily generating me the same results. That means there's a way for me, there's ways for me to generate this that I could get access to. And what I started to discover with access consciousness tools and questions was that I could get access to them by being willing to ask a question and allowing the universe to contribute ideas, inspirations, energies. And by listening to those, I could actually lead my way forward. I could lead myself and the business forward in a way that there was no way anybody else could actually teach me. And personally, I tried everybody else's way for a long time. I think even as a facilitator, I was... I was, tr I was trying to build my business in the ways that all these other online experts were telling you you had to do it. And every single time that I would go to do what they're telling me I had to do, there were so many different facets of it that I would, that would get really, really heavy, really, really compressed. And I would try anyway. And everything that I was as a being would end up getting squashed out in their method. And I only knew that because I just got really heavy and really compressed. That's it. That's your sign that something you're trying to do is not actually working for you as you get heavy and compressed. So it, so my awareness of like really choosing to be with and follow the energy mostly came from trying to do it a different way. Like mostly came from like going, yeah, 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 energy, never mind. I'm going to go over here and do this strategy. Yeah, 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 energy, never mind. I'm going to go over here and take this class because this guy's done it. He's made millions of dollars and he knows. Which has an underlying point of view that because he's had that success there, I don't know. And it isn't that you can't learn stuff and strategies and fun things to like create generate sales. Does it? That exists. Like that's something we cover in the program. But it's not the answer. There is no answer. And I was making all of those other people's ways of doing it the answer rather than going, what do I know about this? And if I were leading this business forward into major success, one, could I? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. Two, what would I naturally know? And if it wasn't my business and it was somebody else's business, because we tend to make what's ours really super significant and somebody else's we don't have a point of view about, like, okay, like what would I choose? And it was sort of through that process that I recognized, I do know what to do here. And it's literally just a matter of being willing to institute it and being generative and creative every day to lead us forward into that. So I don't know if that answered your question at all, but trying to do it the other way, the conclusion way hurt my body, 
uh, tired me out, like really just led me more into the judgment of me rather than the success of me. And I guess I had to go try that to see the difference. So when I created 500K, and this kind of goes back around to your first question, the first time, what I wanted, what I knew I was going to create with that program was a space where people could actually come explore what business was like for them. They could explore like who they are as a being, not from a defined place, but like what what gift am I? Like, what do I already know? What can I add to my skill set that would nurture these different ideas into the world? Um, and how, what can I choose to strengthen being and knowing and perceiving and receiving to be able to get access to the ease and the joy and the glory that's actually available in an, in a now's business. <laughs> so much. So many things. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's the show. That's all right. And that's it. That's, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, bye. <laughs> oh. Hey, um, Crystal, can I pick your brain on something? I, I got an email, and then that email was about the show today. And I want to, there's a couple of lines here that, that I want to ask you. What What is that for you? So one of them, it caught, caught my attention immediately, and it says, it's about changing the way I create my business. It's changing what I offer it's changing the way money comes in. God, I see you changing every day. Where else are you changing? <laughs> well, okay, so you do actually see me changing every day. My question for you is, are we making any less money since I've started working different? No. I'm actually asking you. Am I, I mean, have, have you seen us make less money since I started working different? No. It's not a trick question. I'm, you're, the, you're the one that's witness to it every day. So it's like I changed something along the way. Like the time that you and I were together actually showed me a space of ease and possibility. For those of you guys listening in the future, Andres is my partner. So like he's been with me for this last two years where um, I kind of started out. I've always been diligent. I've always been consistent. I've always shown up to the business. Like that's something I've always had. But somewhere along the way, he showed me a space of relaxation that I'd never had access to before. And I don't even know if I've ever fully attributed that to you publicly, but it was definitely you. Because you would approach living from, for the most part, from a pretty relaxed point of view. Now, you've always had a lot, you were always swimming underneath like a duck. It's like really relaxed on the top of the water and really paddling fast underneath. You always had a lot going on, but you had, a, you had relaxation. And I started to really wonder what that would be like in my life and in my business. And as you and I continue to create our life, um, I was really enjoying it. <laughs> and so, you know, we would spend like evenings together where I never did that before. Like I took, we, Luna would come over and I would, would take off more time. So I started discovering, first of all, that if I took time to live, my business didn't die. And I had really bought the point of view that if I would, if I relaxed, that everything would fall apart. So I started kind of discovering this space little by little. And it was, you were a huge part of that. So then as I discovered that my business didn't die, then I started also discovering that I wanted to add other things to my life that took away from the time that I was going to spend at the computer, just doing, 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 doing. I was doing so much of that, like working out. So then I added working out to my life and then my business didn't, not only didn't die, but what started showing up in my world was a different ask. 
And I started asking for like, what would it take to have double the revenue and half the effort? And so our money increased, but my time at the computer decreased. And again, you were a big part of this because I was really like enjoying what we were living. Um, and I don't know if that directly answers your question, but like the more I go forward and, and a lot of why I create the programs in the way that I do getting people to look at what do you want to have as your life is because living and business aren't separate. And if you want to have living that you just thoroughly enjoy, you have to create differently than if you've made yourself a slave to what you should do in your business, which is what I was doing. And all of those, like this reality methodologies, like encourage slavery. <laughs> now, there's a lot of people that will talk about like the four day work week and stuff like that. And it's, it's not all that, but there's a lot of those methods that require a ton of effort. And they tell you that this is the only way to accomplish it. Well, what started to emerge for me is like, if that's the only way, then I guess I'm going to make less money. But what would it take to not make less money? Okay, fine. Like, what would it take to have half of that effort and double the revenue? Um, and so that started to show up. So what that what that started to show me was that there's a there's a game that's bigger for me. There's a bigger game available for me in relaxation than there is an effort. And and so that expanded my ask big time. And today, you know, we're, you and I are living in a different country with a totally different way of living now. Um, and I'm still enjoying our time together. And now I'm wondering like, what's the next space? What's the next bigger game that you and I can ask for, that I can ask for personally, that I can, you know, invite us to. And and I don't know what your question was now, but that's, that's really where all of that came from for me was it started with meeting you. Oh, well. Oh, well, then. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm curious about, you know, because a lot of this reality talks about, well, like kind of living in business is separate and it like in the separation there and you have to have boundaries with your business. And yet you talk about it so differently, like where it's not even integrated, that just they are kind of living business are the same thing. So I'm curious how, like, because I'm trying to get this thing of like, okay, I can relax and I don't have to work constantly. And how are you navigating that? Well, so as an so we're taught we're not taught to function as an energetic being. We're taught to function as a linear being in a cause and effect reality. So only if I do this will I achieve this effect. In an energetic reality, you can engage with something energetically and it expands. In an energetic reality, you can put your energy into something and you're there, present. Maybe your body's not there, but you're there. Um, you can pull energy from people. You, in an energetic reality, you have a, a totally different universe available to you. And even though that's been available to us this whole time that we've been an energetic being on the planet with a body, we haven't been taught to use it. So it's just these abilities have been lying there dormant, um, being used accidentally, but not with any conscious awareness. And so with that ask even just traveling back a year ago when i started to get that i was just simply not going to be spending as much time at my computer that i had decided i had to there was there was some a need arose a need of like and i'm not willing to have less money i'm not willing to have a smaller business i'm not willing for things to atrophy so one what can i ask for and two where can i put my energy to have the greatest result and that changed 
how my whole business functioned fundamentally. Um, up to that point, I'd been, I mean, I keep talking about effort. I've been doing a lot of effort, but I'd also been doing a lot of control. So like to have that different reality, I also had to go out of control and, and start to practice and function as more as an energetic being. So there's a lot of things we've decided that there, there is a lot of doing in business. There's a lot of institution, right? For people to be able to find you and, you know, interact with your stuff. You got to put stuff out there for them to touch and feel and see and, and perceive and experience, right? That's true. Uh, but is that what creates your business? That's the thing to look at. Is that it? What I started to see is that it's your energy. I mean, it's your energy that people get to like, oh, what is that? That starts to like pull them in. And if you then create a way for them to say yes and pay you money, then you have money from that pull as well. But it's not, it's not a cause and effect reality. It's an energetic curiosity reality. So again, I forgot your question, but no, I really started to get that when I think when we were working together and I was like, my body hurts because I think I was just doing a lot of force and control and not listening to or attending to what was really showing up yeah. um, versus just tuning in. And it creates so much more ease to this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And there's the tuning in. And then there literally is where can I put my energy today that will expand things right away. And so those are like, that's part of the, what I want to show everybody in 500 K is like, it, and then there's like being congruent with what you're actually asking for. Like, okay, you say you want to have this many clients. Is that something you're really willing to embody? And I know you and I have even had that conversation. So there's, there's different facets of, of the energy conversation. You can literally create a different result by simply being willing to put your energy into something, but it's too easy. And so it gets discounted as invaluable. And you can find out if you, if anything's required of you by asking a question. So I know like in my team right now, we are, we're doing a lot on Instagram or my, I have an Instagram team and they're just phenomenal. And one person like creates a bunch of stuff and another person like schedules it in Planoly. And then I go in and just add my random, Hey, here's a shot of me. Um, but one of the things that I've been wanting to talk to the team about is like, if you didn't have to do as much, what could we be with this? That's would require less effort and have a greater result. That right there is, I think, my entire business strategy is like that the elegance of doing the least amount for the greatest result. And and that's an that's a constant like exploration of how, how does this work today? You know, and, and the thing about humanoid reality, humanoids are uber creative. Like if you don't know if you're a humanoid and you think you probably aren't, then you are. Humanoids always judge themselves. Uh, they need 82 things going on at the same time. They get super bored very, very fast. And everything goes in fits and spurts. So it's like you're super, super creative for like, I don't know, 24, 48, 72 hours. And then you're like done for an indefinite amount of time. And then you rest and then you go, 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 go. And, and that's how it goes. I was trying to do something else, which was this human reality, which is like, do the same thing every single day, have to show up, you know, and there are facets of my business, like I show up every week for the show um, that are consistent. But for the most part, you know, I allow myself to function the way that I do. And before I was using so much control to not allow that. So there's just a there's just a bunch of stuff that we've never been taught that we really haven't practiced. And there's strength in what we've already been shown, you know, like if you have the diligence and the consistency already honed in your world, 
cool. You might have to unlearn some of that in order to let yourself be. And how does it get better that you've got that? So we've all kind of got these different strengths. I know some people that are really, really great at following the energy and not so diligent at the institution. So there may be something in each person's world that needs a little strengthening in order for success to happen or adding people that are better at that, you know, that for, for something to emerge. But all of that is a creative possibility. None of it's a limitation. Um, Crystal, I, I, I was going to see if you have any um, anything to say for all of us out there or someone that feels that we are using the tools, but we think that using the tools could be just doing and doing and doing and going into an excessive amount of clearings or techniques or readings. What do you have to say about it? What's that for you, actually, the tools? Well, if, so I had a day yesterday. I there's yeah, we use yesterday. <laughs> There's so many different examples of this right now. Um, since we've moved here, I've had a lot of different things come up that I really haven't had to had to had to handle before. So the last four months have been a very very active use of the tools. Yesterday, I woke up and I was just kind of hit with a whole series of different stuff, and and the energies that I was going into was like sadness and heaviness and withdrawing and like very common energies for me over the years and in the last four months. But so I was using the tools I was asking. And, and if you guys don't really know a lot of the, the basic access consciousness tools, uh, I'm creating a course that's going to be free that you'll have access to really, really, really soon in the infinite being school. So hang in there. But I was using them in my, I was in my head going, okay, are you mine? You can ask every energy that's in your world anything. In fact, I encourage it. Ask it if it's yours. Uh, we're incredibly psychic and we pick up on everything from eight to 8,000 miles in every direction. I was doing all of that. I was asking if it was mine. I was destroying and uncreating everywhere. I'd made it real, these energies. I was, I was looking for internally the place where I could feel better. And I didn't recognize that initially. I was just using the tools and doing the thing. But when I had been doing that for about an hour, and it still really wasn't working. I wasn't feeling better. I, it hit me that that's what I was doing. I'm like, I'm using the tools to feel better. And then I realized, oh, I'm waiting to feel better before, I'm waiting to feel better so that I have another choice. Instead of recognizing that I don't feel good because I haven't made another choice. <laughs> and I literally in that moment was like, oh, okay, I don't have to wait till I feel better. I don't have to use the tools enough to do it till I feel better. I can just like actually choose something else. Now, choice is really interesting because a lot of our choices are pretty intangible. Like the choice to make a coffee has a particular result. You have a coffee in your hand. The choice to wash your face means you have no makeup on. Um, the choice to be happy seems intangible. But literally yesterday I was standing in the kitchen and I'm like, oh, I can just choose something else. And I looked at what my choices were and what I'd really like to be having in this moment. And I was watching myself kind of pull away from Andreas and we had a whole day together. And I was like, do I really want to go all day, like being withdrawn and trying to handle myself? Is that really what I want to choose? And, and it wasn't. And so I just was like, no, actually, that's not what I want to choose. What would I like to have here? And I, something just popped into my world. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just enjoy myself today, no matter who's around, no matter what it takes. Literally in that moment, everything shifted and I moved from 
using the tools to being the tools. And I watch that with a lot of different people in a lot of different scenarios and definitely in and around business because anything that you are the creative source of is an epic possibility for judging yourself around, right? How you're doing it, what results are showing up, whether or not you're doing it right, which of course there is a right, right? Uh, surely you're doing it wrong. Like every single thing that you do is, is this opportunity to judge yourself. It's also a, the possibility of choosing to just be more, choosing to just do it wrong, do it badly, do it anyway, choosing to institute, like move beyond looking to feel good before you choose something and just choosing it because you get it's going to create something and moving on with your life in, the, in that way. Um, so, yeah, Andres, that's when I was talking about that in the email, that's really what I was looking at was in every single moment, we have the choice to sort of spin around and try to make ourselves feel better before we choose something, or we can just choose something and get that information. And the gift of choice is you get awareness. And I had, we had such a beautiful day yesterday. I had so much ease and so much space and so much relaxation. And I would not have had that if I hadn't made that choice. This is pretty miraculous when you look at it. It's like it wasn't a clearing. It wasn't, you know, it was oh. like the choice, the demand energy to have a different reality. I'm just having so something. going to have it no matter what. Yeah. And I don't always get, I don't, I can't always find that moment where I'm able to like kind of have that little conversation with myself. But um, I'm now going to see if I can get more access to that because it's very effective. I love earlier how you were talking about just with the team and being able to create in a really elegant, efficient way, because on the outside, it looks like there's a ton of doing an institution to me. I'm like, holy cow, but there's just like content, content, content. And like, that's just amazing to me. But, you know, so I was also observing like kind of how you were talking about just following the energy because like, it's almost like when you know it's time to go, you just go. And like, I get the sense you're in that kind of period right now where you're like this, 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 this. Yep, yep, yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally in the last 48 hours, I had, there's so much to say, but literally in the last 48 hours, I catalyzed a PR um, thing that I had purchased like two months ago. So we've got a PR article being written about us. We'll be in a hundred plus magazines in the next week. We started a new free membership. We're relaunching the show on Monday. So I've got a bunch of graphics being made. Um, worked, worked with a new blog writer. She's amazing. You might know her. Uh, so like there's, there's was a lot of stuff that got done. But the thing is that when it's time, what was interesting about all of it is it all converged. It like became time. And before that moment, we couldn't make any of that move to save our life. Like it just wasn't going anywhere. I would look at contacting this guy that I paid money to, to write this article for me. And I couldn't get through the quiz that he sent me. So, but when it's time, it's like instant energy for instant actualization. And I can't explain that because you, there's no there's no warning that now's the time. It's just you wake up and all of a sudden it's just now's the time and you just have what it takes and you just move everything into into place. Um, and, and a lot of what I do institute as content comes from the show. And I spent two to three years not doing any of that. I would just show up live and upload it to YouTube and there's your show. Um, 
it came from just doing it over and over and over and realizing, oh, I can create this from that and this from that and this from that and this from that. Who wants to contribute to all this? And so it isn't a solo act. It's this thing where like a lot of people contribute to to everything becoming greater and more. Um, yeah, I'm getting the sense there's just like allowance for the process of a like the time where it's like you can't force things to happen when it's just not time kind of like you've given a lot of farming examples of like planting the seeds and it's like digging it up too soon it's just not it's just taking the path of least resistance seems to be kind of and just not going in judgment about it yeah and the thing about the thing about the path of least resistance is that there's both both things have to exist so what do i mean by that so i've seen a lot of people that go well it'll happen when it happen happens that is not the path of least resistance that is the path of give up nothing happens to you. You are the creative source of your life. You are the creative source of your business. It won't just happen. What will, but what does work, what is true is that when you choose something, it exists. Now it's having enough going on and having enough irons in the fire and having enough balls to juggle, including in your life and in your business that you don't kill what you already chose and you, you pay attention to when it's time to move on the institution of that thing. And a lot of these, these seeds start with a question of like, well, what would it take to have da 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 per month? Like, what would it take to have a million dollar business? This is what I've been asking. What does it take? What do I need to be aware of? What do I need to institute now? Um, you know, what's, and I'm going for a million, I'm skipping over 500K, you're going for a million. That's the question of like, what, can, what, what game can you choose that's big enough for you? And really, honestly, at the million is more of an energy than it is a number. But uh, yeah, anyway, lost my track. Um, my point is somewhere. <laughs> oh, using questions. Yeah. So so those seeds get planted with questions of like, well, what would it take to have this? And what would it take to have, you know, double the revenue and half the effort? So it starts with all of that. And then when you ask and you choose you have it. It's yours. Now, the, the control from awareness is paying enough attention to the whispers that you know when it's time to act on something so that when that future is available, it can exist. Yeah. That's definitely where I'm at right now. I'm in a place of like, what else is happening? What else? Where do I need to put my attention? That's been such a gift of asking that question in the morning, because otherwise you can just go into this kind of paralysis of like, I don't know what to do, you know, especially when you are the source of creating everything in your business. Yeah. Erna, oh, Ernest helping me with my track. I was saying something about the path of least resistance. Yeah. So, uh, I, so I wonder what a, a different way of saying that is, because it's a really, so it's a start, the path of least resistance, or it's like, it's the question of what possibilities are available today. This this struck home with me, um, I don't know, three or four years ago when I was really traveling a lot in the world. And I had decided, and yes, I had decided that I was going to travel the world and do a lot of live classes. Well, that is not a cheap choice. <laughs> That's like, that takes money. And on all fronts, like you've got to have the money to like rent the venues and and put deposits down and buy tickets and buy Airbnbs and all this stuff. And, but we created this whole world tour and I got hosts on board and, and it was, you know, if I'm going to do anything, I just do it big. So the only thing that was missing were class participants. 
And there was a lot of classes that I had scheduled where that was just a missing element. And so I got a lot, I mean, choice creates awareness, right? Without that choice, I wouldn't have had that awareness. Now it's not that we had none and I got to meet a lot of amazing people around the world, but there were a lot of locations and a lot of, um, you know, money spent on things that really didn't come to fruition. And so I started to wonder like, what is the question you need to ask in order to have class participants? One, what would it take to have class participants? Of course, great. But also like realizing that just because you have a good idea doesn't mean that it's going to come to fruition. Good ideas are a dime a dozen. They, they exist and, and that's that and that's all. <laughs> so, but when a possibility is available, it's ripe and it falls off the tree and it's right there. And so I started functioning from that question with most things of like, okay, where are the possibilities available today? And I include everything. I've invented a universe of business that includes everything. So, you know, live classes, online classes, you know, where's the movement? What's actually available? What can come to fruition with ease is what I'm always looking from. And, and that really changes all the time what I put my attention on. And sometimes I have to ping and try something and see if there's any movement there because I'm not too sure, which we kind of did when we moved here. And there wasn't a lot that occurred with what we tried. And sometimes when you ping, it moves. And sometimes when you ping, it's thud. But that's information. But if you never get out into the ring and start pinging stuff and throwing spaghetti against the walls, then you never really get that information. And you don't really learn how stuff pings back at you, which I think is one of the most invaluable things that I've discovered through these five years of creating is like, I now really have a sense of when something can work. I can pretty much look at an idea and know, I look at it energetically and know, are you going to work? Yes or no. And I, I usually know now before I build it. And then sometimes I build it and it, then it sits there for two years and then we rebuild it. But <laughs> Can you so, share more on that? Like, cause I, I get that question a lot. Like, what do you mean ping? And how do you know? Like, what is your knowing that you're just like, yes, now, how do you sense it in your body or perceive it? Well, there's a, um, the only way I can describe it is like, there's a movement to it. So I might be the only way I can describe it. There's a movement to it. There's a space to it. There's um, when I, for me, energy shows up as like movement or thud. Those are kind of the two sensations of like, uh, uh. like if I, a uh, great example, like with the PR package that we bought with this guy, when, when I found him and I don't even, I think he emailed me and I set the Zoom meeting up with me, he offered me a discount if I purchased it right then. And I asked, what will my life be like in five years if I choose it? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. Chose it, paid him. And then I continued to go to try to do the survey that he sent me. And every time I would do the survey, I couldn't get past a particular question. Like I'd get distracted. I forget it. Um, I never would look at it or like it just never occurred, even though I tried to get it done a few times. And and then I just kind of completely forgot about it. But it would keep kind of creeping into my awareness here and there. And then I would look at it again. I'd open the thing and I'm like, I can't get past this one question. Okay, fine next. So it shows up in different ways. It shows up as things that like, like with my social media team, for example, um, I will say something and they'll be like, okay, we'll get right on it. And they will go to create the graphics and they just can't. There's no, nothing to move. There's nothing that's happening. Like 
And of course, most people make themselves wrong at that point, especially if they're trying to do it for somebody else. But what I've learned about that is that when that's occurring, like it's not time, like it's not time and it's not this. Um, when we first got here, we organized this event. We actually put a lot of energy into it. And it was, what will my life be like in five years? Yes. Okay, cool. And I've learned enough to know that just because it's yes doesn't mean we're actually having an event. It just means yes. Mm-hmm. And we got all this information and, and everybody here kind of learned something about us. And, and it generated and in, instigated uh, bars here in a different way for everybody, um, in, but in a totally different way than we thought. And um, so that's really what I mean by ping. It's like you start by just choosing it and going, okay, let's look at this. Start putting it on your calendar. See if it has a home. Does it go anywhere? If you can't really find a way for it to go and it's kind of clunky, that's where, okay, is it for now or later is a great question. So there's a lot of different ways to ping. I ping with calendar scheduling things. I ping with um, titling things. Does this work? Yes or no? Another great question. Um, I ping with just writing things down and like going, oh my God, this is such a great idea and then leaving it for 24 hours. And if I totally forget about it, then okay, fine. If it still wants to be, it'll still be generating sort of in the morning. So there's a lot of different ways to ping, but I think getting that you, you pick up everything. So it could be yours or someone else's. You have awareness of all time, past and present. So could be for any time, past or present or future. And um, and so how will you support yourself with that and find the things that are actually available to create now? We still went over our time and I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Let me address this last thing. Ernest said, can you say something about resistance? What is resistance? Is it an awareness mm-hmm. of something? Uh, resistance isn't awareness of something. You could be aware of someone's resistance because the thing that I always go back to if I'm not sure of something is I ask, would an infinite being do, do resistance, yes or no? That's the first key to total freedom from the book, the 10 keys to total freedom. And it's a real great clarifier of like, well, would an infinite being do this, yes or no? And if it's no, then the next question is, well, for what reason would I? Um, so you can, it, yeah, resistance could be awareness of resistance or it could just be a resistance to, that you're, I mean, it's invented. It's always invented. Resistance is an invention of what you think you need to do in order to cope with what you think you can't handle. Uh, So, you know, are you resisting failure? Are you resisting success? You can really look at and break that down for yourself and see what that is. Isn't that what you kind of talk about? Like whatever you're resisting being, you're not willing to be, stops you from actually having the reality you're wanting? Yeah. Yeah, and we can kind of, maybe we'll wrap up with this. It's like I recently discovered through a lot of interactions that Andres and I were having where I was going into a lot of fight that I was defending against being stupid. And I'd been defending against being stupid for my whole life. I was like, that's a family thing. But like to my very death, like I would kill everything in favor of defending against being stupid or showing up as stupid or looking stupid or foolish. And when I finally discovered that underlying energy with everything that was going on, I I created myself a clearing loop. And I was like, what a, well, the antidote to anything you're resisting being is becoming willing to be it. That's the antidote. That's the fast track. So I have a clearing loop that I've been playing for the last week of 
it's got about six or seven different clearings, but what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be as stupid as I refuse to be for all eternity? And what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be as stupid as I truly be for all eternity? And then I sort of extrapolated on that and let that run. And I have gotten so much more awareness and I have so much more ease. And like even today, Andres and I were working around the house and I had so much more space for the different ways that we function and, and where normally I might've snapped at things. I had space and kindness available. So, you know, yeah, when you're resisting being something, you have to of necessity create it and you have to create the proof. You have to prove that you're not. So all, all this energy goes into proving that you're not the thing that you aren't in the first place. You already are like most of the people that believe they're stupid are incredibly intelligent. So it's, it's not logical, but that those are usually the things that we use to stop ourselves, diminish our power, not have access to the gift that we are. And um, there's some really easy ways around them. <laughs> Loops, Loops. Question, something. choice, I don't know. Yeah. Janine, do you want to, before we take off, do you want to talk a little, I mean, a little bit about what changed for you this last six months in 500K? Oh man. Oh, my gosh, start. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, my head like blew open. I mean, I guess, you know, because I came into it doing a lot of force and doing a lot of strategy as you were talking about, you know, I invested in the courses of like, this is the right way to do it and have a signature course. And even though I'm still, I, it's like, I'm choosing and resisting. I'm playing this like a tug of war. I'm, I'm beginning to trust more of me. And as I use the tools, if you talked about, you know, asking questions and just being able to follow the energy um, I'm just beginning to trust myself more with the process mm -hmm. and in so doubled my income. So there's that uh, <laughs> happy, happy result with that. Um, well, and I want to speak to that real quick um, because you doubled your income at a time when you were really struggling with, you had this launch going and it wasn't mm -hmm. going the way you wanted it to at all. And you were stressed. And so we had a lot of private sessions around that. And I was like, well, in just looking at like, okay, so if it doesn't succeed, so what? What do you have available that, that you know will generate for you? And what was so cool to me to see with you is that you did know what would generate and you instituted it. And within a very short period of time, you doubled your income. And that was from following what you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something no one could have told me. And I think it was just like at that time, it was like, oh, create a reel to show this that I have one-on-ones available. Because it's like I was telling people, but no one was hearing it yeah. until I did something different that I knew, but I would have, you couldn't have told me like, Hey, do a reel. It wouldn't have not worked out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing I really want you guys to get that are watching this is like, there is nobody that can tell you what's going to work for you because you already know, <laughs> you already know. Now it's like, what's it going to take to trust yourself? What's it going to take to get access to what you know? that you know? What's it going to take to stop pretending that you don't know, denying that you know? Um, you know, what's it going to take to actually draw out of yourself? Because that's what's been required for me, I know, the game that's actually big enough for you. And, you know, would you be willing to engage and go on that adventure and find out? And Andres, I don't know if this puts you on the spot or not, but I know that for you, things have just shifted so much and you are choosing in a really different way. And so it's like the tools create so differently for all of us is 
Has that been a gift for you in the way that they've shifted? Do you want to speak to any of that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I guess the biggest um, contribution to the tools to me was the being. It, it kind of did open up and generated a space where you get to you get to try new things. You get to really believe on yourself. You, you, you ask that question. It gives you a space to, to ask the question, what if? All right, so I'm stressed about doing this and this and this, so the business has to function in a certain way. So this is gonna not waste what I've done before. And there's a lot of fixed conclusions. And, a lot, and the tools allows you the space to go into an exercise of what if I have to start over? What if there is another different space, way more being than doing? And that simple shift, that simple space created by, when we're talking about relaxation, it's not just only physical relaxation, it's, it's all the components of who you are. Like being happy, being, being allowing, allowing yourself to be you, having that receiving part open that whatever you are, you, you gotta love yourself the, how you are and then people around is going to pick up on that energy and 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 that super agree with you on that one that's an energy that generates and they start creating some fuzz around and it only just in in normal worlds will give you just more confidence that everything that you're being an energetic being is way more uh sustainable than anything else so that is my experience with the tools yeah, I love that you use the word sustainable because that to me is is this conversation of like, is it about the money? No. Does it include the money? Yes. Um, what it is, is about creating a way of living, which includes business that's sustainable, generative, kind to you, nurturing to the planet. Um, you know, anything that includes you in that way is going to include others in a, in a way that you couldn't have predicted. It's going to include the planet. It's going to include the future that you'd actually like to see on, in the world naturally once you include yourself in that way. So I love that. Thank you so much. Um, and thank you both. And, and for all of you guys that are watching, if, if this six month adventure would catalyze something for you, I'd love to have you. It's uh, businesswithcrystal.com. We start on Wednesday. And if you're listening or watching this in the future and you missed it, it's fine. Go to that website. We are really building out this universe of business possibilities and, you know, wonder what we can contribute to you. So. Crystal, on one final question. If anyone has any questions or anything that they still haven't sorted out about the new program, the 500K, will they be able to reach out to you in any way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, for the next 48 hours, if you guys are watching this live and you um, want to just book a 15 minute quickie with me to see what this could be for you, uh, private message me. I have a link where you can book that uh, my gift. Yeah. Folks can DM me on Instagram, too, if they want to get a sense of my experience. OK, cool. You guys are a gift. Thank you so much. And all of you watching, I'm so grateful for you. And uh we will see you all next week for the launch of season five of the Crystal Crawford Show. We have so much fun stuff planned for you guys, or we'll see you in the program. Thank you guys so much. See you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm -hmm.